Can you remember when we had the Halloween walk on the 31st of October last year? Can you remember I sent you all a letter to meet you at the South Park? Well, as you got out for your taxis, you looked such a fright, all dressed up in Halloween costumes and ready to party. We had some passing glances from the public wondering what we were up to that day. <laughs> we met Fal and Kate Bartram from the Tees Valley Wildlife Trust and Lee and Pam linked you to your guiders. The walk was a real success and I could see friendships were forming. The walk had a real buzz about it and the volunteers were guiding us safely as we went to meet in the central square and we paused to have a group photograph. Can you remember? The weather was kind to us, sun and cloud and a bit chilly and that's to be expected. It is the autumn season after all. We had a nature education that day and we learned all about the trees and the flora and the fauna and the birds on the lake which we fed with the duck food. The volunteers' knowledge about the history of the park was phenomenal. Marie was busy taking photographs of us all as we meandered our way through the pathways. We looked right spooky in our black bin liners and Jonathan wore a deadly spooky skeleton mask. Fal wore a fluorescent pea green curly wig. We didn't lose her, she was the brightest of beacons to follow. Sue looked menacing in her black curly wig and bin liner. A goth trendsetter she was. Our guiders joined in the fun. We had Janet, Wendy, John, Marie with her camera and Mary who joined us for the day. She said the event was titterworthy and we were definitely titterworthy. We had delightful children with us too. There were Bernadette's children and the grandchildren of John and Wendy came along too. Wow, we've had some coverage. The Northern Echo actually picked up on our, our journeys and they wanted to do an article about us and they published one in July. I'll read the article to you. A new scheme which allows the visually impaired to explore their natural surroundings has seen positive results in its first months. The Sense in the Wild, a partnership between Gorm for Independence and Tees Valley Wildlife Trust and the local Friends of Groups, takes visually impaired people into green spaces such as woodlands or parks to explore nature using their senses. With events in Darlington, Stockton, Redcar and Hartlepool, the groups take a walk with the Tees Valley Wildlife Trust volunteers and sighted guides to reap the health and mental health benefits of being outdoors. I think they mean tree bathing by that, by the way. The project coordinator, Lee Nicholson, who works with Going for Independence, helps train volunteers to become sighted guides. She says, that's me speaking, I retired from Durham County Council and then I volunteered for the Tees Valley Wildlife Trust. My background is with visual impairment and rehabilitation for blind people. So they asked me if I would train their volunteers in being a sighted guide. My boss at Going for Independence, Pam Bennett, managed to secure a heritage lottery fund for her scheme, which was to match sighted guides with visually impaired people in the area and to get them to walk in woodlands and places that normally they can't access without a sighted guide. We started the scheme in July this year and it's been really successful. The health benefits and improvement of mental health have been fantastic. 
People who wouldn't walk very far have really extended their reach and walked farther than they would ever thought they could. This week, the group will be joined by the BBC film crews where Sense in the Wild will appear on the episode of Countryfile. Mrs Nicholson added, that's me by the way, we were really excited to get a call from the BBC after only being set up for a few months. At the moment, we can only take out a number of people about 10 to 12 because it relies on getting volunteers that are trained or can be trained as sighted guides. The first few months have been a trial run for us and we are hoping to be able to expand our reach of those that we can help. Wow, the RNIB also picked up on our scheme and covered a feature on their radio station. I have found a clip for you. They rang me and I covered the interview over the phone, which was broadcast on the air. I was a little nervous, but it all went well. Do you enjoy the sounds of nature? If you do, you might just fall in love with a new podcast series called Sensing the Wild. This project, funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund, is helping people with sight loss stay connected to our green spaces whilst at home. And I'm joined now by Lee Nicholson, project coordinator of Sensing the Wild podcast, to find out what makes it so special. Thank you for joining me today, Lee. Thank you for ringing me. So bringing the nature indoors, it's such a lovely idea. Yes, it is. Uh, we do a monthly podcast now for people with sight loss um, that are unfortunately still at home due to this horrible COVID situation. And we decided that to do a podcast was in response to the enjoyment people got from these walks that we were having during the different seasons, spring, summer, autumn, winter, and we had um, representatives from the Tees Valley Wildlife Trust as well, um, who were giving workshop talks. So we thought, well, we'll continue the walks in an auditory way, and we'll just connect people with nature again in their own homes. And is it difficult to produce this during lockdown? Well, but it is, and, you know, I'm being careful. So last week I was in one of the beautiful green spaces in Middlesbrough, which is, um, it's actually a cemetery, a very old cemetery, which has some very old trees and lots of nature in there. Um, so I talked to the volunteers that actually look after the cemetery, and we did do social distancing, and we did interviews as well with my mobile phone, um, but at a distance, and everything worked well. Um, so that that will be produced at the end of the month. And we've also done one in Darlington South Park too, uh, which was really, really nice because it was just when the lockdown was easing, so there was a lot more people in the park, and we were able to talk to people that were doing bowling, and then we were introducing people to the new birds in the aviary and down on the lake, um, talking about all the lovely geese that we've got down there and the volunteers in the park that look after the park um, joined in with it and there was also a lady who's a naturalist called Falsarka and she did us a lovely um, audio walk through the park mentioning all the beautiful um, pine trees and some of the more mature um, UK trees. 
and it's a really nice combination of audio because usually when you hear that it's a nature sort of podcast you would expect uh, i guess a soundscape of the outdoors but you have a lovely selection you have all these conversations and you even have a virtual guided tour of the outdoors so it's a very different okay. experience it is, and people are really enjoying that, especially engaging with other people um, in the natural space where we are. Um, people are telling me, um, people with sight loss at home are telling me, it's like having the neighbours in the house. It's like company, because they can hear people, and it's a conversation, and they're almost engaging with it. Um, and that seems to be benefiting people no end um, with regards to sort of social isolation and loneliness. Because that's a big issue right now, being obviously stuck at home, not being able to experience the things that you love. And it's just one of the ways that you can feel a bit more connected. Yes, that's right. We work in the Red Car in Cleveland area. The company I work for is called Going for Independence. Um, Pam Bennett is the um, MD. And it is a community interest company. And we applied for the Heritage Lottery Fund grant and our invested partners are Tees Valley Wildlife Trust. So we're working together um, on this project, getting people, as I say, out and about in, into nice green spaces, walking with trained sighted guides. Um, so I say that, that was a project and it was running very nicely from last July. And unfortunately that had to cease in March because of the COVID situation. So the podcast, is actually a best fit scenario now uh, until we can all get back together again. The groups that we work with is the Teesside and District Society for the Blind, uh, focus on vision in Stockton. We've got Darlington Social Club for the Blind as well and the Red Car Club for Blind People. So in those particular clubs, the Going for Independence team, they run art projects with people. So when they've actually been on the walks, and had the talks, they collect sort of small seeds and berries and leaves and corns and things like that, um, all collected in a bag. And then they do art projects around those items. So it's a real 360-degree experience, the Sense in the Wild. It's such a lovely initiative. And obviously, as you mentioned, with uh, the lockdown and with current restrictions, having the podcast yeah. there is amazing. So how can we yeah. listen to the podcast? Well, it's on all major platforms now. I do the podcast through Anchor, uh, but you can get it on Google Podcasts and um, in Tuned In on Spotify as well. So those are the, the four major ones. And then there's other people that's joining the bandwagon now as well. And if I struggle with access to podcasts or internet, are there other ways for me to listen to it? Yes, um, we're currently trying to get some funding to get um, USB sticks and also CDs so we can record the podcast in another format uh, for people that don't have access to the IT and Wi-Fi. But most um, of the Daisy Player radios have a connection for a USB. Hopefully, um, we'll be able to get get that out to people very soon. And if I wanted to have uh, find more information about the project, is there a way for me to contact you? Yes, there is. Um, you can go to our website, which is called Going for Independence, and you'll be able to um, 
contact Pam Bennett there, who is the managing director. Lee Nicholson, project coordinator of Sensing the Wild podcast. Thank you for sharing the magic of the outdoors with RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you very much for having me today. Yep. Yeah, we've seen some action, haven't we? Anyway, we've got some good publicity for our project and hopefully we'll be able to extend it um, next year. Um, we're hoping to have a walk in April. Um, just let's hope this COVID situation is going to disappear and then we can plan for that now. Anyway, at the end of this, we decided to do like a bit of an evaluation with the sighted guides. So here's their opinion. Right, so this it's the Friends of the South Park now. They're going to give their opinions of the day, OK? So I suppose if we come to John and then Wendy okay, um, and Fal, <coughs> if you could make a comment um, was, about how we found it. We found it very helpful to sh take people around. It's a pleasure to show South Park, which we're very proud of and we enjoy it ourselves and it's a pleasure to share it with other people. Mm -hmm. And Fal, could you make a comment? Um, I think I would like to say that um, I have learned a lot from the lady I was guiding and I have, um, you know, suddenly I realised how much we could, uh, you know, let them have yeah. the knowledge of the trees and the plants and everything. Thank you. Right, Wendy. I was a bit daunted and I wondered what it would be like, but I've really enjoyed it, especially Maureen. Oh, we had a good talk, and I hope I get you next time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, that can be a team. That can be organised, yeah. Great, right, OK. Um, hope. Did you enjoy it, taking the photographs? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. yeah, you enjoyed taking the photographs, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy it with yeah. the leaves? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a laugh? Yeah. Way yeah. that's something. Yeah. Ma Mary. Oh. Yeah. Hello. Uh, this is my first occasion. I've really benefited from it because I used to have visual disability myself mm -hmm. and can sort of see both sides. I've made a new acquaintance. Mm -hmm. I've met old friends. I've met new people delightful people all with different perspectives on this occasion mm -hmm. and another group that I go to we've invented a word that means you've had a good laugh and it's titterworthy this occasion was titterworthy fantastic thank you Mary right Jan yes I agree with that as well and as John said we do love our park so it's been a pleasure to walk around with people, you know, and explain to people what's there. And next time we're going to bring our walk in the park book and oh. so that we can give you a little bit more of the history because we can't remember everything. There's so much to, to know about. So it would, we'll be trying to describe some of the history with it as well. Oh, thanks. Yes, thank you. And, and Marie? Yes. Is it working? Yes. Well... I didn't know about this. I really wanted to take part in it, but I'm not really, although I'm a friend of the park, I don't know much about the trees and the flowers and God knows what. But, you know, Sheila knew quite a bit. Sheila and I got on like a house on fire. Lovely. That's We're boozing buddies now, aren't we, yeah. Sheila? Yeah. Right. And, and, and I picked up so much information from other people as well as I was listening as I, as I went around. So I think it's fabulous this, and I really look forward to the next one. Oh, that's terrific. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Right. That's great. 
Yes, we need we need to get some soft drinks for next time and I'm I'm taking the blame for that because I did actually have it and that was one of the things I didn't put in the boot of my car this morning. Um so that's going in the evaluation. And the final evaluation was from Alan, who wanted us to have skateboards for the next walk. <laughs> Is this doable? Mm, maybe. I think it could be. That's if we clear the park of the public. The finale to this CD is about some news. I just want to give you some news that we may be able to have another walk in April next year in 2021. Hopefully the pandemic will be much less by then and we have really enjoyed your company so far and we don't want to let you go yet. We want to hear all about your lockdown stories so keep those memories fresh for us to all listen to. I know there will be funny tales and there will be some sad ones too. But they are all now part of our cultural heritage of local dialect and language and we may be featured in the historical archives of the British Library. Who knows what's to come? I do know for a fact that we have been mentioned by Fowl at the British Botanical Society. She gave a presentation to all her naturalist friends in London about the experience of meeting with us and how it had enlightened her colleagues about living life and enjoying nature. She has challenged her college to think very differently as to be more sensory and tactile aware in their presenting styles. And thank you to Fal for your continued support with this and creating awareness is so important. We will meet up soon and enjoy the podcast CD that is coming your way in the post. It will arrive about Christmas time. And remember to listen to the podcast CD as it's about you and all our friends including those in other areas. It will take you on a virtual journey of the North East. So take care everyone and we will be in touch by telephone very soon.